0: You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans, it's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack, and this episode is brought to you by Sonos. Experience the game like never before with Sonos Arc the premium smart soundbar for TV, movies, music, gaming, and more. Visit Sonos.com to learn more. So we finally did it. We got the monkey off our back. Not only, we got multiple monkeys off our back because not only did we end a, our men's basketball team ended a five-game losing streak dating back to our overtime loss to Purdue. We also got our very first conference win. So we're going to go over what happened here. We're going to talk about the importance of this win, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay, so let's start here. The overall game, we went at sixty-eight to sixty-three um, against Virginia Tech, and there were times during this game. I'm not gonna lie to you, where I thought to myself, "This game is is the same thing playing itself out again." Right, Jonas Pope of the News Observer, a good friend of mine. I've had him on the show a few times, and I've I've also, you know. Co-hosted the spaces for pre-games or for uh, a preview of all of our games with him, right? And with that being said, he tweeted out, "Man, watching this game feels like Groundhog Day because we had went into the half, we were up. I want to say it was like five, five or eight points, and then we allowed them. We allowed Virginia Tech to go on like a 14-0 run going into the closing out the first half. Go down." Uh, going to halftime down four. And then in the second half, there were points at which it looked like, oh man, more of the same is happening. This is, we're about to lose this game again. But we pulled it out. We found a way. We made a way. And that to me is the biggest thing um, here, that we we found a way to win this game, okay? And it partially was Virginia Tech found a way to lose it, but you, in the ACC, you'll always take a win whenever you can get it. That's just the reality. That's just the reality. Even if it's against team, both teams came into this game uh, winless in the ACC. Virginia Tech was 0-2. We were 0-3. Somebody had to win. And for us to find a way to win, it's, it's a good start. It's a good start. Getting that monkey off your back is extremely important sometimes. Sometimes when you just, you can't, everything seems like it's going against you. Every break seems like it's going wrong. Sometimes just making that one thing go right, winning that one game, can turn the tide. And so let's get into uh, how this game was won. Darian Sebron did Darian Sebron things, another double-double. He's uh, second in the conference uh, in double-doubles this year. He put up 21 points and 10 uh, rebounds on 8 of 14, shooting 1 of 2 from deep, 4 of 4 from the free throw line. Let me say this. Our ability to win at the free throw line. And I know a lot of people will look at seven and nine and say, oh, that's not really winning. That's not really great compared to some other nights where we've done. I'll take it every day of the week and twice on Sunday. OK, so that was a good thing there. But anywho, um, Sebron Brown led all all scores for the game with 21 points. Uh, and he led everybody in rebounds as well with 10 of those. Um, three assists, three turnovers, and we just, we crushed it on the offensive glass in this game, and that was a big thing that got us this win, but also Traquavian Smith and his shooting, um, got this thing done as well. He chipped in 17 points on six of 13 shooting. He was four of nine from deep, including, I want to say there was a four-point play there. I feel like there was a four-point play there. Oh no, there wasn't. There yes, there was. He had one free throw. That one free throw was on a four-point play. Yes, yeah, so I am correct there. Uh, and two steals. Jericho Helms did his thing as well, chipped in and as a uh as a shooter and a guy who stretches the floor. Six of sixteen, three of six from deep, he chipped in five rebounds, to Smith had seven. Um, one assist, no turnovers, two steals as well. So when I'm looking at this game, when I'm looking at all that happened. I am excited that this team got a win, and this this was not a, a game that was given to us easily. Uh, Keeva Luma of Virginia Tech, he was the best big on the court for a majority of the game. Um, he led Virginia Tech with 18 points, uh, second in rebounds with six of those, but he was the best big on the court for them, um, and that I don't think that that was all that close. Uh, so... This was a situation where this was a game of runs. Time and time again, there would one team would jump out and then all of a sudden not so fast. We started the game off on a 7-0 lead and then they went on a 8-0 run to get up 8-7. Like that's just the reality of what we're looking at here, of what we saw as far as how this team um or as far as how these teams competed and played against one another it was just run after run after run after run one team would get a big lead and then they'd relinquish it uh at the 511 mark we were up 2919 like I alluded to earlier we were up 2919 and they closed out the quarter on a 140 scoring run like that's again and the last five minutes and 11 seconds of the quarter we did not score one time not once so you know that's Always concerning. And then to start the second half, um, they extended their lead out to uh, 36 to 29. And at that point, we started to come back. And and that's when we started to get a little bit of footing. And they were up, uh, I want to say they were up like 41. Yeah, so when they were up 41 to 39, we then went on um, a pretty decent run where we were up. 52-43, to and again, this game, two back and forth to just have one team come out on top because Virginia Tech retook the lead with just inside five minutes. So, of course, at that moment, everybody's looking like, oh, Virginia Tech's up 59-58. It's Groundhog Day, like Jonas Pope said. We're seeing the same story play out all over again, and it's the same story that we saw earlier in the game, but that was not the case. We found a way to get it out. We found a way uh, to win this game with some timely buckets as well as some good defense. And there was just, there was a lot. There was a lot that was done here to to um, push this Wolfpack team over the top. And one of the things I, I want to talk about here, Ebenezer Dewana did his thing as a shot blocker that he always does. Three blocks. Um, he only chipped in two points, two rebounds, but... The rim protection was was vital. Ernest Ross off the bench was huge. He was huge. The numbers don't tell it, but if you look at the ebb and flow of the game and the moments in which he came in and the moments in which he scored and the moments in which um, he got some rebounds and all that stuff, absolutely huge. And for us, the team that's undersized, the team that, you know, we we got all these small guys on the court and two things I talked about. Our inability to shoot threes and our rebounding, because we know how that's going to go. We won the rebounding battle, thirty-six to twenty-six. We had fourteen offensive rebounds. Our three-point shooting still a little shaky, um, nine of twenty-four. It's not not the worst, not the worst. It wasn't as bad as we've seen in some other games, but yet and still, you want that to come up. Like that's that's just the reality there. You're you're not looking for um you're not looking for a thirty seven point five percent uh shooting night as a team. But then again, with what I've seen from our team, I'll take it. I'll take it. You know what? Let me let me retract that. Uh nine of twenty four, not bad. Not bad at all. From what we've seen from this team, I'll take that every day and twice on Sunday. So the two things that we have been struggling with all year, we did well in this game. We really did. And and so for us to come up with this win, it means a lot. It means it means a lot. And for us to do those two things well, that's definitely a, a moment that you look back at during this game and you say to yourself, this is how we win. This is how uh, we, we get what we want to get. This is how we get to the goals that we have. This is how we end up more than a one-win team in the ACC, more than a team in the ACC that we struggle so mightily that it's it's tough for us to get um, darn near anything going. This is how we do so. This is how. Winning in the margins where we normally lose. Finding ways to be good at the things that we had typically struggled with. That's all you can ask for out of this team. And that's that's the reality. And, and, and I'm going to talk uh, a little bit more in depth about the, the good, the bad, and the uglies. From this game, but before we do, Wolfpack Nation, I've got to talk to you all about an incredible app that everyone who need, who buys gas needs to know about. It's Get Upside. My listeners have been making up to twenty-five cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code SCORE and get a twenty-five a bonus twenty-five cents per gallon on your first fill up. That is up to fifty cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore, get cash back using Upside. Just download the app for free and use promo code SCORE to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two or $300 a month in cash back and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out at any time to your bank account, PayPal or an e-gift card. For Amazon or other brands. Just download the free get upside app and use promo code SCORE to get 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code SCORE. Also, let me tell you all about Built Bar. This these things, I'm sorry, BetOnline.ag. I apologize. Uh almost got my reads mixed up there. Anywho, BetOnline has you covered for for the holiday season, even though it just ended. We've got more props, odds, and lines than ever before as we come into this new year. Football is winding down. Bowl season is pretty much over. We only got a couple left. And BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball to football to NHL to UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of the all new offers available. Bet online where the game starts. So now in looking at this game and and what we saw um, the very first thing that comes to mind, the good. Again, no offense to this young man. I tweeted this during the game, but I, and I'm to say it to y'all now. I don't know what Ernest Ross did wrong, but I hope he doesn't do it again to uh, not receive any playing time, as was the case at Florida State. Or as was the case in Raleigh against Florida State, rather. When I tell you that Florida State game... Watching Gibson out there struggle was like, it felt like I was in the twilight zone a little bit because I had not seen a turnover that was as aggressively bad as him dribbling up court and trying to go behind the back in some time. And then to see a play like that, you would think, okay, well, defensively, he's got to be a menace and and got to just be terrorizing folks. Florida State was running plays to get him switched on to whoever the ball handler was. Whoever the ball handler was, they would find Gibson, run a pick and roll with his man because they know that we switch everything, and that was where they got their the a good chunk of their points. That's where they saw him and said, "Oh, he's fish food. This is this is easy. This is you know, don't worry about it. We'll we'll uh, do what we will want against this young man, and he's got nothing for us." And they were right. They were right. I if you talk about the difference between him and Ross, even if you say the net difference is only two to three points, we lost that game by two. Tonight we won by five. So whatever Ross did, I hope he don't do it no more. I hope he stays on the straight and narrow and and keeps this uh, keeps it together because we're we're gonna need him to play um, some coming down the stretch here. Uh, or not even coming down the stretch, but to, as we get deeper in the ACC play, rather. And when I'm looking at another thing that, of course, always going to be a good is the play of Darian Sebron. I mean, he's he's doing this thing. He's extending his range. And, and a lot of folks are saying uh, from NC State, a lot of folks, a lot of coaches and whatnot are saying Darian Sebron is a better shooter than he thinks he is, which, boy, I'll tell you what, for him to go 50% from deep, even if it is just one or two, if he continues to shoot well, I don't know how much longer he'll have in Raleigh. You're talking about a guy going 20 of 10, uh, 20 and 10, who also would show the ability to hit the deep ball at a, a, a reliable clip. I don't know how much longer it would even make sense for, for him uh, to stay in college. When I say stay in Raleigh, I don't mean like, oh, he's going to transfer somewhere. I mean like this young man is primetime TV, uh, and the only thing, I said it before, his, his inability or his um, not shooting much was going to help us out. If he shoots and he shoots well from deep, yeah, he, uh, he might be somebody's lottery pick come next year. And, of course, Quavian Smith playing like one of the best freshmen in all the land. Seventeen to seven. I mean, that's that's big time. That's big time. Going above, uh, going. I'm sorry, just below fifty percent from the three and from the field. Big time, big time. And I've always said that Jericho Helms needs to shoot more. He shot the most shots of anybody on the team with sixteen. Big time, big time. And at the end of the day, with Jericho Helms and his shooting ability, I have no doubt that he'll figure it out. I have no doubt that he'll keep shooting the ball at a high clip. That's what he's done all year. It's not about if he'll shoot the ball at a good percentage. It's about will he shoot it at a high enough volume. He tries to make the right play all the time and not realizing that sometimes the right play is just you shooting. Sometimes that's the case. Cam Hayes came off the bench, but he played starter minutes. Uh, he's he's struggling right now. Cam Hayes is struggling. He's, these last few games have seen uh, especially during this losing streak, we've we've seen some struggles from Cam that I'm sure he'll get through. I I have no doubt uh, that he'll get through it. But this year has just been like it's it's been really really tough for him and for uh, in comparison to what he was doing last year, like the scoring volume is up, right? Last year, he was an eight-point game guy. Right now, he's at 9.9. Here's the difference. Here's the difference, okay? The problem is we're looking at his field goal percentage went from 38.6, so basically 39%, to 35. His three-point field goal percentage is where we're seeing the biggest drop-off. That went from 36.4 to 23.7 that is an entirely different shooter there that's an entirely different situation his assists are down um his his turnovers are up like it's he's struggling a little bit he's struggling that's the reality that's what we're looking at right now but he's going to figure it out again the the law of averages says that he's not going to keep doing what he's doing He's not going to keep being um, a a net negative when he decides to put it up from deep. He's not going to keep being that. And if he is, then we need to discuss what happened to his shooting stroke over a year. Like, we we would need to have a serious discussion about what has happened in a year's time that last year, when he put it up from deep, it was exciting, it was good for us, and, and we really wanted him to shoot from deep more And this year, it's like, eh, eh, it's it's pulling teeth, it's, eh, can he do it, eh, you know. And another guy uh, that I'm wondering why he didn't play tonight would be uh, Breon Pass. Breon Pass has been figuring it out lately. After starting off the season, I want to say he missed, like, his first, it had to be, of his first, like, 10 to 15 threes he made two maybe let me see here uh 0 of 02 1 of 3 1 of 4 1 of 5 1 of 9 1 of 10 2 of 13 2 of 14 2 of 15 yeah so of his first 15 three point attempts this season he he made two and of his last three he's made two like that's that's he's picked it up He's gotten better. His shooting percentages have gotten better. He's figuring out how to take better shots. He is taking better shots, and he's, he's being a net positive for this team. He has done good things as far as um, being better with not turning over the ball as much as of late. And so I, I wonder sometimes why he isn't playing more. I get that we want Cam uh, to be out there and have the time and the latitude to figure out his shooting woes right now. But if we're not going to play Thomas Allen heavy minutes, I would like to see Breon Pass get out there um, a little more and and get on the the court so he can get things going uh, from from that perspective. So, again, the good, as always, Darian Sebron doing what he does, uh, being who he is, you love to see that. Our ability to finish a game finally. And, again, I'm not going to lie to you and say, oh, we finished out just by dominating and doing everything right. No, Virginia Tech pissed down their leg to a certain degree. Sure, I, I'll i 100% um, say that. But also, we still had to do certain things to come up with a win. And the, uh, the ability to uh, get offensive rebounds, the ability to finish plays after those offensive rebounds, that means something. With a team where we're undersized, The ability to finally shoot well from deep, that means something. If we take away Cam Hayes' going 0 for 4, we're looking at 9 of 20. That means something here. So, you know, this this team, this win means a lot. Let's see how much we can build upon this, how much we can expand upon this, what we can make happen uh, going forward for the rest of the season. It's 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 all in front of us. It's just a matter of this team seeing through the good habits that were displayed tonight. And of course, we'll play better teams. Of course. Virginia Tech is not some powerhouse that's like, "Oh my god, this was the upset of the century." No, this was two winless teams uh in conference, two winless in conference teams coming in. Somebody had to win, but I'm glad that it was us. And with that being said, if they can see through those good habits that can or the good Moments that came in tonight, I love to see it going forward. And at the end of the day, visibility is all that matters, especially when you're going forward and trying to run a business. You need visibility because if you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software to see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading NetSuite. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite, for the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program ready for those who want to upgrade at netsuite.com slash lock. Head to netsuite.com slash lock for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer from the number one financial system for growing businesses. Again, netsuite.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So, again, Wolfpack Nation, I told y'all last game that the timeout, the way that everything went down with that, it it pushed me towards the side of okay, I get why folks don't, um, why folks are really, really low on Kevin Keats, why some folks are calling Hornet. I said that I get it and I'm not going to say, oh, this game has uh, officially pushed me back super hard the other way, but a win is a win is a win, right? No need to talk about job security and all that after a win. It's good to see this team winning. I hope we can continue our winning ways. Again, we have tougher tougher competition coming up, but to see the double-double machine Darian Sebron do his thing, to see Terquavion Smith, the, one of the best freshmen in the nation, continue to do his thing. To see Jericho Helms just have the willingness to shoot. To see Ernest Ross give us big minutes. To see Ebenezer continue to defend the rim at the level that he does. It's it's good to see these things. We just need to keep it up. Keep taking this to the next level. Keep aggressively attacking the glass as a unit, the way that we saw this thing. Keep a hot shooting stroke going that we had tonight. Those are things that we need to see Um, stay forward and remain or stay with us and remain in order for us to win more games going forward. Thank you all so very much for coming out, Wolfpack Nation. I appreciate it every single time. Peace and love y'all and as always Go Pack! You are Locked on NC State Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.